Welcome everybody to the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast, your home for all wrestling, everything wrestling. What's up, fellas? What's going on? on? Happy Saturday. What's up? What's up? You know what I'm saying? We got got a lot going on today. We got got Yankees Twins this weekend. We got got Mets out out in Oakland. We got Knicks playoffs, Nets playoffs, NBA playoffs going on. But you know what we're here for? Some good old-fashioned wrestling. So let's get right into it. Let's break all this down. Busy week. Busy week. A lot of, lot of surprises, a lot of uh, rumors, a lot of expectations. And a special return. The blessings. But let's get right to it first. We have, uh, I guess you want to call it 14 days approximately until the uh, WWE draft? Yep. Uh, just about. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think SmackDown is first. And then that's going to continue over to Raw. So yeah. SmackDown okay. would be like night one, and then Raw would be night. The wording two. was a little confusing though, because they said it takes two place, two weeks on SmackDown, then two Raws after that. I think what everybody was thinking is that it's the draft happening on SmackDown, then it won't happen for two more weeks on Raw. No, it's happening simultaneously. So what's going to happen is SmackDown gets the first pick, and then Raw gets the second pick. No NXT involved, which is disappointing, but I get it. I think I think NXT will get involved, like in terms of like call ups, probably. Yeah, I, I don't think, you know. Those uh, are going to be in the main roster who get the call. That's about it. They're going to swap yeah. people around. I guess if you're not if you're not drafted, you're going to be sent to NXT most likely, which is I, I fine. Would, but I would that's say like, like you don't have to say you're being demoted, essentially. Yeah, I, I would say, like, you know, pay real close attention to uh, the storylines in NXT for potential call-ups. Like, for example, like uh, Roxanne Perez. She was mentioned on SmackDown or on Raw, one of those two. Um, and then, you know, she has no program going forward. I mean, yeah, she's going to face Zoe Stark, but she's a potential call-up. I thought it, for it sure. I agree with that. Yeah, I thought Braun Breaker was another one. But, you know, now with this heel turn, I, I don't think he's fully done with NXT. Well, I think he can technically go to main roster. Remember, there has been wrestlers that work. NXT and work uh, the main roster double duty, so that could be that sort of finished a few too. So, so I mean, it, we'll, we'll see how that goes. It, everything that's gonna be predicated around the draft can be Raw and SmackDown. So if they get called up, then um, so we got to think about who's gonna really go up from NXT, who hasn't been used, or people who's sort of in flux in NXT. We got uh, Cameron Grimes being one name. He yeah, we haven't heard from him in a while. He's a name that could go up to the roster. Um, Roderick Strong, I know he haven't heard from him in a while, but that's another name that uh, could maybe finally make that jump with Triple H being there. Uh, I could see the whole Diamond Mine actually really going up. I think they're pretty much ready. I think they pretty much did all the feuds they had to in uh, NXT. Uh, Indy Hartwell is another one I think eventually will go up. I think they're, like I said, she's more of a transitional champion there uh-huh. that should transition to somebody else and go to the main roster because I think they need that depth, especially with uh, AEW's women division getting stronger and stronger every every week. What's well, the thing? Is it are, are we are we, we going to see WWE finally finally saying that they're competing with AEW because they're trying to mask the division to division? I think the women's division. There's some competition there. I think they they won't they won't like, you know acknowledge it, but there definitely is. We all know we all know that it's competition, but they won't say it. So that's that's what we're waiting to find out. Okay, AEW said we're in competition with WWE. Like, oh, there's no competition between us and AEW. Meanwhile, AEW was killing them for a good six, seven months straight at the time before Triple H took over, and then everything yeah. balanced out. So, so back to the draft topic, real quick. I would just say this: I think this is where we get the titles finally split. I think uh, maybe they'll introduce two new belts. I could see Roman getting a undisputed belt for. SmackDown, which will be a combination of the world heavyweight title, which maybe it's the old big belt and the universal. And then maybe Raw introducing a new title that's called something completely different, unless they want to go back to the bring back the world heavyweight. Well, I think that's going to be we cool. as fans Smackdown. want that back. I think SmackDown is the world heavyweight. I think Raw is they're going to retire the universal and they're going to make Roman Reigns still have the title reign and go from there. I think they're going to have two separate titles. Um, Tag team titles, they have a chance to split that. So I think that's going to be split somehow, too. How is maybe they do a match back in the day, which I uh, 
put on Facebook, the Throwback Thursday, where they first time ever in 2009 they had matches determine who gets the draft pick. So maybe they do a match to determine who gets the belt for what respective brand. If the someone, someone wins the some team wins the tag championship, and all of a sudden, boom, you've been drafted, and it's like, okay, there you go, there's your split. Yep, and the USO said it themselves. They didn't say undisputed tag team champions they want to be. They said they want to be tag champs. Why would you so, not say? We'll see. We'll no, be able to see how that how that plays out. Yep. Especially considering, yeah, you now you're you're putting that out into the world. You manifest. You're manifesting it. Yeah, I just so, think it, uh, it kind of hurts the product when you have an undisputed champion. Um, you know, with a brand split. Yeah, uh, and then a couple weeks ago, for example, like you know, fans were kind of like panicking when you saw Bianca Belair being confronted by Rhea Ripley, and they're like. God, no, please don't let this happen, you know, because it just takes away opportunities from other superstars. Maybe as long the, as the wrestlers the actually compete and not like when Brock had it and you didn't see the undisputed title being being contested for about five months. Like, bro, this is trash. Like, if, you, if you're going to be an undisputed champ and you have all the belts, you are competing yeah. all the time. And that's the thing now. You want this, you want that, and it goes back to what the wrestlers want to come to a union. It's like, okay, you want this, you want that. Oh, any days off? No, then you don't have, then you don't get the belt. That's just plain and simple. That's the the IC IC championship was one of the best belts around because that was the work that was the working man's belt. That that belt was being being challenged every other week in a main event or you no know, close to it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, oh, any days off? So drop the belt. I don't want to drop the belt. Well, then you got to work. That's I wonder, how it goes. I wonder if, like, with the draft and, you know, how uh, picky, you know, uh, Fox gets, uh, if they, like, kind of, like, demand Cody Rhodes to come to SmackDown. Well, then Roman will have to go to Raw, which is fine. It's not that in the world you just don't – you, you well, got to swap the star power. They would be that picky to request both. It depends. Yeah, is, is have, USA dumb enough to say no? We we don't, we don't care. You take both super both one and two on the roster. They don't have the leverage both. to do that right now. I don't think anybody does because we don't know what's going to happen with their media rights in what twenty twenty four. So that's. A, I, I'm just saying, like, so. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but uh, like, I wouldn't be surprised because there was at one time where all the top superstars were on SmackDown. Yeah, and, that, and that's that's happened, especially with the switch when they can't build stars right now. Remember that. That's that's their main issue. They haven't been able to build stars. That's the problem I think a lot of us have with Vince. Yeah, he's a creative genius and he did a lot of stuff, but he's lost touch because he's more keen on pushing the same people over and over down everybody's throat instead of trying to establish new stars to keep programs growing. That's, well, that's the, the other thing, too. We had the like, attitude era, ruthless aggression. We had so many up-and-coming stars and storylines of different things. Yeah, some of them were mid-card, some of them were lower-card. But you had established stars in each tier. Right now, we can't really say how many established stars we have in each thing. It's like we have the top, and then the middle and the bottom are sort of like meh. That's the thing too, though. Like those guys, as mid cards, were there for years before they even got their shot. Like how many years was Eddie Guerrero on WWF? Now WWE before he got his shot. It was like six years before he became like something prevalent. Now fans are more like, oh, we want this to happen now. We want this to happen now. For example. We'll talk about LA Knight, for example. LA Knight has been progressing in NXT for a while, and now he's up to the main roster. Oh, he's got to go to the moon. There's a lot of people in front of him to do so. You're gonna have him. He's the one that's gonna jump everybody. Just for example, just for an example. Whereas others like like uh, Lars Sullivan, he just started. He just got on. Oh, this guy's gonna be the world next world heavyweight champion. Hurts Jeff Hardy has like two more weeks on SmackDown and then falls off the grid. It's like, oh, what happened to this guy? Oh, this guy was a bum. Yeah, but y'all well, wanted he, to shoot him to the moon. There's a difference. And he, had controversial, he had controversial. Yeah, like you guys. have to. You need tenure. You need, like that has like, you don't get yeah. promoted to the job without like you don't get promoted in three months. He's still when controversial, but let's not get into six. All the people were behind, were, were in front of you. They're there for years. Like there's tenure. So I just think I just think before we go on to the next topic, it all stems uh, on their development with NXT. Um, exactly. Get your time down there cause, first. Because more than half of the superstars that are popular in WWE, they came from NXT. Roman exactly. Reigns, NXT. Seth Rollins, NXT. So you have some potentials in NXT, like Braun Breaker, which I think he 
again, I think WWE has done a great job in creating him because if you compare Braun Breaker from his very first NXT episode to now, it's been a tremendous progression. And then, mm-hmm. like, I, I like the switch that they did with him because he was getting stale as a face. He was starting to get booed. And then, you know what? Let's flip him heel. And it and so far, it's it's done wonders. So it's just about, like, development and stuff like that. And, again, yeah. it all stems from NXT. It, take, it takes time. And NXT is the perfect to do so. Otherwise, it took forever with, with Raw and SmackDown. Now, NXT is a quote-unquote third brand or a developmental brand. Now you're developing these guys. Can these guys start off red hot? Can these guys be strong? And now when when you see that happen in NXT, then you'll see, okay, these guys can do the do the, the, um, the main roster. And that's how it's going to be going from now on. Otherwise, there would have been a, a developmental brand built in the first place. You just had three brands all together. So let's move uh, forward. We go on to the huge, huge heel turn that happened on Monday Night Smack. Uh, Monday Night SmackDown. That's how. That's how messed up I am. Uh, Monday Night Raw. Speaking of which, there you go. Are we at? It, how do you how do how do you guys feel about random heel turns, or random to not random? They called it random, but it wasn't really random. You seen this coming from a mile away. Yeah, I mean, kind of like. All right, rumors had already broken that, you know, the program was Becky versus Trish at SummerSlam. So Mm. it was, like, only a matter of time. And then we saw the whole situation where Lita randomly gets attacked. And we all knew it wasn't damage control because damage control are going through their own problems. Yeah. Um, So, and then we knew they weren't going to turn Raquel and, and Liv healed just like that. So that only left one person, and that was Trish. Um, but I, I gotta be honest with you. Um, it's, I, I, I like it. I like it. it. It's fresh. And I think I wrote on Twitter. I was like, imagine if Lita turns heel too. Like if, this was a, if uh, like a whole setup, um, you're going to make Becky the lone, the baby face here. Right. And, and then keep, have and somebody, yeah. And then have somebody kind of like join Becky and, I threw a suggestion out there, and that was Bailey. Uh, so Bailey leaves Damage Control. Well, they're already, you know, they're already thinking about breaking up Damage Control. I mean, the seeds are being planted already, with mm-hmm. um, you know EO winning the Triple Threat Number One Contenders, and then if you look at Bailey's reaction, uh, she was not happy with it. And then I think like during the match, like EO. Um, Eel got like attacked somewhere, and then Bailey was kind of like seemingly happy about that or relieved about that. So the cracks are there, but the reason why I said Bailey and it's a, just a random name is because I think it just comes full circle with it finishes the storyline with her and, and and Becky because there was so many so much history, and the fact that ba- uh, Bailey always said that she always wanted a one on one dream match with Lita. Right. So, so you probably get that match if that's the case because the tag is going to break. Anything breaking up, obviously. Yeah, so I would. Have... I would do a double uh, a double turn, double turn. And then you keep Dakota and uh, Eo Eo still. Um. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't know. Like, they might just break up in general. I mean, I would love to see Eo and Dakota um continue to tag because again, they need more women tag teams in WWE. Uh, again, like Liv Morgan and Raquel are just random tag teams put together. But then, hear, hear me out on this too. I just thought about it. What if you go back to the NXT roots and you get a Raquel to go back with Dakota as a tag team? That was a tag team for a while. You and can. So I'm Liv. And then Liv goes back to being singles, which she wants anyway. But and then, see, that, and then that, that you just also shows get, a lot of inconsistency with the. You can build it you know, slowly, though. You don't have to, you don't have to you can have to do that. You can build it slowly because uh, Raquel was successful as a heel with a tag team with Dakota. I just see your face, but then you can also reunite uh, Asuka and uh, Eo too as a tag. Yeah, team. I mean, if so WWE plays their cards right, there's a lot of people yeah. that have history with each other that can be tag teams like you have Rhea Ripley right she's on a singles run obviously but maybe in the future 
you can have her pair up with Raquel. There's history there. You know, they 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 were tag team in in um in NXT. I think they were called R and R or something like that. But they were a tag team. Um, you just mentioned uh, Dakota and Raquel. Maybe in the future, you know, they can get back together. Um, Asuka and um, and Io. That's another interesting one, you know. Uh, so there's there's potential um, for different. But going back to the huge heel turn, uh, yeah, I mean, it was expected that Trish Stratus w- was going to turn heel. I, I just uh, I'm interested to see how it all plays out. And to be honest. They're not supposed to face each other until SummerSlam. So I just wonder what are they going to do with this whole time span? I have no idea, honestly. Because SummerSlam is what, August? Right around the corner. Uh, what are we going to get? Like a back and forth promo battles and whatnot? You're going to have to build something. Like it's just, what do you build? What's your first step? You, uh, you got to find that out first, and that we have, we have to see that actually happen for us. Like, okay, like I'm cool with this. Otherwise, like, you're gonna have you're gonna have this Ripley Charlotte build like they did for 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 Mania. Oh God, that's not. I wonder so, if great uh, match, but wonder, nothing behind it. I wonder if we're gonna get another like Lita and Trish. Like, it's just like you 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 look at it and it's like, well, is that. What makes money? Is that a draw? Yeah. Well, it's, you know, you, you, like it's, it's tough to say that. And it's just like, yeah, all of a sudden it gets closer. Then you got people going to start flopping. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is what we wanted. No, it wasn't. You wasn't saying this six weeks or eight weeks. Oh, you know, I never thought that Becky and Lita were good. Stop it. Because when they when they teamed up for the first time, it was fantastic. Yeah, she enjoyed the, the group. And then Trisha, oh, my God. Yo, you know, Trish, them three, they could be a, they could be the first trio's women's team. No, bro, you were not saying this months ago, and now you're saying this now. This wasn't what you're doing before. Don't yeah. don't flop now for, um, what's the running jokes for the Knicks? Knicks for clicks? Yeah, you're doing something for clicks. All right, like this isn't this isn't good. Do do better. Be better. Yeah. Uh, we move on to a rather interesting uh topic and that's drew mcintyre's contract situation i told you he was gone <laughs> um, I think he's gone. Pay, uh, all i gotta say is pay that man well for those who don't know um i think it's also creative too there's nothing for him apparently yeah which is which is i don't know i think that it just baffles me but um he has gone rogue he has blacked out his twitter profile and removed all WWE uh, references uh, from his bio, and he is set to become a free agent during the summer. And a, a lot of people have been speculating that his move might be AEW. Um, you know, that's where if he wants to get paid, because this is all about getting paid, mm-hmm. um, that AEW would throw a, a manger bag at him. Plus, with AEW's upcoming um, uh, Wembley Stadium event over the summer, that's just Big around. draw. Yep, that's just around the corner where he becomes a, a free agent. And listen, the, the some uh, another man's what? One man's trash is another man's treasure, baby. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And and it sucks because I feel like. Drew McIntyre has held it down for WWE, you know, especially during the COVID era, you know, and I I feel like WWE kind of has done him criminal because he became champion during COVID and there was no crowd Um, and, you know, that was just a a rare, uh, obviously those were rare times, you know, no crowds and whatnot. And I thought, you know what? I think WWE is going to do him good by having him, you know, champion. And I think, I don't know. I, I don't want to say they lost all hope on him, but it kind of like they have really nothing going forward for him. And again, it just it, it brings back to the fact that the undisputed champion, like you, really have to have two belts on Roman, like. They need to move this quick. They need to give other guys opportunities um, yeah. because it's like you, you, that's what you're doing. You're taking away opportunities. Like, for example, like with uh, KO and Kevin Owens, love them as undisputed tag teams. But you know what? 
it's time to split the tag teams, split all, you know. Have titles. them one that one belt. Obviously, goes the other. It's only Roman. Da, da, da. You're still going to have your title ring be, be as is. You just had another belt be split else, you know, being split elsewhere, whatever the case may be. It just, yeah. wait, let's, put, let's call it how it is. If it wasn't for Drew McIntyre, we wouldn't have gotten to the point of having Roman Reigns come back during COVID. Drew McIntyre basically backpacked WWE through the COVID era. And we can call it the era now because now that due to reports, COVID is finally done for good, thank God. Um, but, mm-hmm. yeah, like, this is what you do to the guy. And then you put him in a match where he's going to win and he doesn't win. And then you have a mania to win. He doesn't win. And it's like, so all he wanted was a mania moment with the title. You said you want to give him a title, and you don't do that. And three years go by, and you haven't done anything to give him the reward. Thank you for doing a good job. Because everything's about giving back. Everything's about, you know, returning value back to the wrestlers. And this is what you do? I th- and that's, just, that, I, that's just the dumb way WWE works. Like, he paid his dues. He paid your dues. He paid the world dues. And for I'm just, I'm just hoping three hours, storyline. It could be a part. I don't know. When it comes I, to contracts, it's like is <laughs> is Drew the one that's going to be the one? Is Drew the one that you use as a contract situation? I would say move him over to Raw. I if mean, you're gonna, if you're going to get a new title on Raw, have him feud with Cody Rhodes. I mean, it's it's. But is he going to beat Cody Rhodes? <laughs> no. It could be in the future. It could be a long term build up. So, but he doesn't want to wait no more. That's the problem. I don't mind. I wouldn't mind a Cody Rose, Drew McIntyre. He just wants to get paid. You know, and, and you would pay God for him to do what? Pay him more and then not involved. Him. Well, yeah. Then you put him in. Then you put him in a different scene. Why not put him in a tag team title scene? And and an intercontinental and USA title for at least the US title thing. So at least you have but, him in three different. But see, that's that's the whole thing. It's but like, he doesn't want that. No, no. Well, we we obviously we don't know what he truly wants. We're all speculating that it's the money that he wants to get paid, and you know I think if, if this is legit real and he's like you know pissed off at whatnot, and, yeah. and this is not a storyline, then he's using this as leverage because he knows that AEW will pay him. If he goes to AEW, where do you drop him in? That's a problem. They already stacked and they already have problems as it is with their booking and everything. So we don't we don't really know. You're supposed to rock in a hard place. If it's money, it's money. Money's not the problem because AEW don't care. I think it's money, money back tenfold. It's money and creative for McIntyre. But the problem is AEW can offer the money, but they've also dropped the ball a lot creatively with a lot of other wrestlers too. So I don't really know. I don't know. All I know is it, it, it seems like if he leaves, if he leaves WWE, it's a, big <clears> it's, a, it's a perfect fit for him to go to AEW and, you know, especially ahead of their Wembley Stadium show. Um, is that why his it, contract is up? His contract is right before, ends up right before that event. So that's and it's he, not that he's getting it's not that he's getting released on a on a on a no on a no contest clause. He's, gonna like he's just not going to sign nothing. He'll just walk. That's he's the thing. Alex Luger, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash <laughs> just walk onto the yeah. next thing. And that's the thing. That'd like, be that that would put a that that could sink uh, WWE's momentum if they do something like if he does something like that. Shows up on on SmackDown, leaves. All right, guys, see you guys Sunday, and don't show up and pulls up to to AEW. It's not like he's uh-huh. not like he's got under contract and gets released. Then you then he's got to file. He can get filed yeah, a, uh, a I think and the, and <clears throat> a, a, a no contest clause. I'll be honest with you. But if he's I, a if free agent. Him, he's gonna walk. If he walks, you can't yeah. do anything about it. But if I'm him, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna play exactly the way he's playing it. If, if this is all because if um, more reports coming out saying, oh, you know, AEW is interested. AEW is interested. Then. I'm going to use that as leverage. I'm like, all right, so now it's like I'm going to demand even more from WWE. Yeah. You know, so. You're going to give me what I want. What, what would he say? Give me what I want. <laughs> give, yeah, was, give me what I want. Yeah, his his demands are, are easily going to get, you know, are easily going to increase as time goes on. So that's why if I'm WWE, I lock him up 
right now ASAP. Because the longer this takes, the worse it's going to get for WWE because demands are going to go up and the like money and you know. So, well, we'll see what happens. Um, I what I think caught everybody but surprise was uh, Mickey James. So, uh, if you for those who don't know, um, Mickey James announced that she's not cleared for Impact Rebellion. Meaning she has to vacate the knockouts championship. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you um, guys feel about that? I thought that she was done after her last big match when she got the gold. I think this is her planning her departure altogether. I don't, like maybe she still has it in her to wrestle, but I think like what's more left? She's done everything. What more is left for her to do? Other than mentor, which she's done that mentoring already as is when she was in WWE. I would, I would like, what's, say just, what's left for her to do? Well, the rumor yeah. was a couple months ago. Is I heard her and her husband uh, were offered. Um, Magnus posted it, but yeah, Magnus. I heard they were offered deals to be in WWE as like part-time personalities on the air, but also uh, coaches down in uh, in Florida. For the rest so of the is that is that her move? Is that what, is that the game? I know they live in Florida. But is yeah. that the game plan? That is that her thing? Is that what she wants to do? She wants to walk away for good. She wants to go into TV. Wants to go into you know whatever case may be. But she's done everything. Like she's done it all. So it's like I just think if 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 that was the move, they would completely write her out, like a, like an injury angle, like you know like an attack well, or whatnot. I mean, they sort of did because she dropped the title and she left her hat. She didn't have to leave the hat. She could have just left the title. So oh, that's, that's sort true. Of, that's... Sort of. I give know. I give it a month. Then you'll see an exact plan, maybe for rebellion after rebellion, whatever the case may be, and yeah. we'll we'll have we we can run this back again and see what how it's gonna it's gonna pan out. So because everybody, you know, Henry, he loves swerves, and that's what everybody loves doing. He loves swerves all together. So it's like we'll see what happens. Yep. Like, I go lie when Mark Henry retired, or like when he quit or retired, and John, I see he came out. I love you, brother. He drops him. I got more left in the tank. I was like, oh, let's go. And he lasted like six more months. <laughs> but, you know, stuff like that, like, you don't know what's going to turn about. Yeah. So, if Mickey yeah. James, she might be saying she's done, and then she might catch somebody slipping, and who, like, we expect to see. And then, boom, I, one more rivalry. I believe, it, you know, honestly, uh, this is a, a blessing in disguise in a way um, because it allows more up-and-coming um, knockouts to, you know, to shine to shot. and and that and that's exactly what's happening because now Jordan Grace and Deanna Perrazzo are gonna battle it out. Is her contract up soon? So speaking of contracts being up, is her contract up with Impact soon? And yeah. it was rumored it was rumored WWE was pushing heavily to get her back. Yeah, I mean, but I don't I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know because I I, I can also see AEW going after her because you know obviously AEW's women's division. Um, I, I, you know, I've been very critical of AEW's women's division, but I, I can honestly say, um, lately, you know, it, it's gotten better. It's I gotten think better. I'm gonna throw um, this out there before I know we move on, but I think AEW, yeah, they, that could be a possibility for her. But I think AEW has one other name in mind, especially for uh, the pay per view coming up at Wembley, and uh, obviously. It's one of the bigger WWE names that's out there now. Former WWE names that I think they have in mind for that. We all know who it is. Mercedes Monet. I think that's who they're trying to get for uh, more than anything. To be honest with you, to be uh, completely honest with you, if I'm, I I feel like I've been, I'll be more focused on locking her up for Forbidden Door. If I can lock her up. Uh, gym, I have no idea. Right? I, I don't know if they announced it, but anyway, like if I lock her up for Forbidden Door, then yeah, I have a higher chance of locking her up for the Wembley, you know, stadium event. I think yeah, her contract is up with New Japan. Correct me if I'm wrong. The end of April, I believe she's done all her obligations with that, so I could probably see her dropping and, the title. And to be honest, with you, that's that's not a bad match. Uh, Mercedes Monet versus Jamie Hayter. Or uh, sound me nice. Or Mercedes Monet versus Jay Cargill to finally end the undisputed uh, streak. Ex- oh yeah, true. 
Actually, so, that, no, that, it's, makes, it's, that makes, it's a, that lot, makes to unpack a lot more what sense. will lead to everything else. Remember, she wants, like Mercedes, uh, a.k.a. Sasha Banks said, uh, she wants to make a statement around the different promotions and be known. So what better way to make a statement in your AEW debut than to win a title, number one, and to end the longest reigning undefeated streak in probably uh, women's wrestling in a long time was uh, Jerry Cargo's. That, that would be something. So um, that's, a, that's a big old, big old fuck you to WWE. <laughs> yeah, Mickey, Mickey, Mickey James is is probably 50-50 being done, just to go back on it before we move on. Probably 50-50, I would say. If she goes to coaching, it's going to be WWE with her husband, maybe on-air things t- temporarily Magnus. here and there, Magnus. Because I know he's wanted to go to WWE for a while, too. And, and they do coaching in Florida, where you said they live, B. So that could be the thing. Or if she comes back. I could see her just putting over younger talent and just going that way, but we'll see. Yeah. Now this is uh this is one of those segments that might take a while. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> with a rumor. I told you. With a rumored new <laughs> show on its on its way and a returning CM Punk. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Told you. Let you go first with that, so go ahead. That's all I gotta say. I, I really, they want to shoot themselves in the foot. Go right ahead. <laughs> um, you know, I, I get it. CM Punk is a new draw, but all right. L- let me start with this. Uh, He's whole, a draw to the internet. Internet wrestling. Let me start. Go, with, go, go, go get your box out or, or unpack this. No, no. Like, let's start with the new whole rumored AEW show. They don't need another new show. Rumor is it's gonna be two hours. Yeah, so they're gonna have but they don't two two-hour shows. Show. So I think this is Tony Khan's brainchild. I agree, especially on a Saturday, which is like a weird day. Like, like no, if honestly, honestly, for that they should just focus more on Rampage. My thing is, hear me out. I know it's gonna sound crazy. If you really want to go back into the wrestling wars of old, old, you know, back in the day. If you're gonna make a show for two hours, why not? Uh, why not put it on Monday night? Maybe compete with the last hour of Raw started like at nine to eleven. Last two hours of Raw. Is that something AEW's ready to do though? Or do ten o'clock? Or do ten o'clock? Do ten o'clock to midnight, and then see how it goes, and then compete with the last hour of Raw, and then you have two hours of wrestling that are not an hour of wrestling that's not with Raw. That, I mean, that's I that's the only question. Is that's what AEW wants to do? You got three shows now that you're gonna work with, and now one's gonna have to interlap with the other. I mean, I don't think they should be making a show. In my opinion, I agree with Soto, just to uh, cater to CM Punk. I mean, there's not really, from what I've heard from it, there's not really many wrestlers that want to work with him, including Jericho. Even though CM Punk said he's willing to mend the bridges with Jericho. And a whole bunch of wrestlers. I don't think any of them are really ready to <laughs> mend the bridges with him. So you're going to headline a whole show on Saturday with CM Punk just because of the draw power. I think that's sort of a silly thing to do. It's just I, thing. I just, <laughs> WWE did it. I just, no, no, I just. <laughs> feel, I did it. <laughs> no, I, mean, I just feel like they're doing this whole. Yeah, but how successful show? was those Saturday shows, though? If you think about it. Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't know if it was a Saturday show or not, but but I just feel like they're doing this two-hour. Uh, well, you know, it's all rumors, but I'm saying they, if they execute this two-hour show, it's just to accommodate CM Punk, and Stupid. it's like you're doing this for one guy, really. I mean, listen, and it's that that's not a knock to CM Punk. I listen, I like CM Punk. Me you too. know, the wrestler, the the person. I mean, I've never met him, but you know, he seems like a cool dude. But I'm saying like, um. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just like I don't know. I feel like it's just the whole. And that's that's the problem a lot of the wrestlers have with him. Again, what you said, like you hit the nail around the head. You're gonna make a whole show. You have, and they said they want to use that show to showcase the wrestlers that are highly underutilized and stuff like that. We're worried Which about. Which makes no sense. For that, you focus on Rampage. Yeah, so we're worried about getting CM Punk back when you have wrestlers that are severely underused in your promotion right now, as it is. You know, you got guys who were over and they just disappeared off the face of earth, like Miro, for one, that they have nothing to do with him. My man's just sitting and catering like he wasn't WWE. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, 
you have so many wrestlers there as it is that are trying to get TV time and you're not doing anything with. It. Yeah, is it nice that you'll get them another show to do it? Yeah, but it should not be CM Punk being the headline of the show. It should be we're doing a new show because we want to get all of our wrestlers out there. Don't start it with we're doing a new show and CM Punk's going to headline it. I think that's a shitty way to go about it. Sort of shits on the wrestlers that are not being Bucky. used. Nah, not really. Because the thing is, are you really going to get wrestlers that are going to be on board with the show? I agree with Soto. If you think about it, yes, CM Punk, you know, the wrestler we were all fans of, you know, he's a cool dude. But obviously, a lot of the stuff, the antics he's done makes him an, an asshole in the wrestling business as well. So, yeah. But he's always like been him. that, though. Correct. But, like I said last podcast, another, there comes a point in, in people's lives, everybody, us included, where. You have to realize that something's not working and something I'm doing wrong is causing problems everywhere I go. He probably needs to look in the mirror and say, maybe I need to change something about myself, even if it's slightly, but change something different and do something different to get that negative stigma off him. Because right now the negative stigma is everywhere I go, I'm going to be an asshole and I cause problems and do this and do that. WWE, Mm -hmm. look what happened with him. He still don't want nothing to do with him. Yeah, he was back on that bullshit show they had on Fox. But it was associated with WWE. Supposedly, I was Fox. And Fox, I go, Fox okay. didn't build heavy money. But at the same time, just to come on his defense, I mean, WWE did do him dirty. Well, yeah, they fought. Look, I'm it not going to knock him. WWE, they, they fired him on his wedding day. Bro. Yeah, if I was fired on my wedding day, I'm like. Come on, Henry. I, I, you, I didn't say I didn't. Yeah, today, I didn't say they're wrong. They're that's, WWE that's, listen, of, but would but, you be spiteful though? Like, but, uh, well, well, I'm not married. I don't have. You know, I don't have a family. I got my parents. So the same thing. I ask you, for example. Who fired him, though? Whatever personality you are, whatever personality you are, right? This down and third. You have your way going about business. You make your job good money. Whatever the case may be. Good, bad, or indifferent. You figure it out. And if he he was that bad of a head case, they would have cut ties with him, which WWE's known to do. They cut ties with a lot of people out of nowhere. We kind of find what goes on after the fact. Yeah. On your wedding day, after you do what the company tells you to do, although I'll be you go against it sometimes, you still follow through with the plans, and it's still a draw. So my question is, it's still a pull. And all of a sudden, on your wedding day, we you get a FedEx up. urgent mail call sent to you. Hey, Henry Cruz, guess what? You're fired. Okay. How are you going to react? Uh, who, yeah, I know, I get that. But I'm saying, the question you know, what I'm is, saying, like, so I'm, he could choose to be that because that's because they did that to him. I was the same thing. Uh, I'd be spiteful as shit. You're gonna find out on my wedding day. That's the question I want to know. Was it Vince that fired him? Was it Triple H that fired him? Or was it? Doesn't John matter. Fired it doesn't matter who. Uh, Vince was the uh, Vince is the owner of WWE, and yeah. Triple H is the COO. <laughs> it's a combination it's still, of both. The top five in the company <laughs> went down and looked for you and fired you after they buried you on TV. Went through all those matches that you didn't have to go through. There's no reason why Punk well, had to also, go against Triple H. Forget, but guess what happened? By, and he, he got buried. Got by McMahon on TV a lot. But they used that. The same thing with, with, with Austin Vince. I thought for years that Austin and Vince didn't like each other. No. That was like, yo, you're going to talk so much shit to me. And then what's going to happen is you're going to go over every time. I'm going to make sure I put you back down and get you back over again. And that's what they broke Austin. Not saying that Punk is Austin, because they're not. They're two different people. No. Similar, you know, he- similar uh, direction and path. But nowhere near. We're, we're talking about how, we're gonna talk about Punk being Austin, just for the correlation, just for context. Yeah. But Punk's always been this way. That's his personality. Yeah. And he always got a job, whether it lasts long enough than we expected, whether it was whatever, you no, know, whatever the, the term was, he's gotten a job. He got paid well for it. So I think he just needs to change his mentality a little bit. Honestly. He's not going to. He's he's damn near fifty. Wait, well, 40, 45, 50. Either way, he's he is who he is. Yeah. At some time in our life, we have to, as you said, get changed. But after a while, like we are who we are. Soto's who he is. I'm who I am. You are you are Henry. So Punk is coming back after being gone for a while, which rightfully deserved, you know. And now he's coming back. Everybody's tired of rampage and dynamite. So you're gonna put the biggest name you have left on the board and throw him right on top. This is the guy who's gonna be heading the uh, the show. And then as like Jer- happened with Jericho when Jericho first came in, he was the guy. And slowly he's taking step backs and step backs and step backs. But Jericho and don't mind doing people over. Jericho don't mind doing that. Though. That's one thing I always like. About That's the thing. It maybe it's camp. You know, we don't know how the term how the terms of the contract went, what the re- negotiations were. 
But punks him in the face there. He's going to you know, win, obviously. And then as time Greg's going to slowly teeter back and teeter back. And then those who come up, whoever it may be, will go up and go over. And then Punk goes off his merry way. It's like, yo, do you want to wrestle or not? He wants to wrestle. Well, you know, maybe he doesn't um, want to wrestle. He wants to get paid, so, what the case may be. Either so he, way. He wants to make, you know. uh, he's ready to make amends. The elite, uh, we're not sure if they're ready. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think. Kenny Omega is more willingly to accept the apology and move on. The Young Bucks, it's another case. And then Jericho has Omega's, said Omega's older too. So. Je, yeah, je, yeah. Jericho has said a, a couple of things uh, in regards to CM Punk. So he put a, he put a he, meme he, up of the picture of him, like, yeah, one person I'm not willing to work with. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you have, so you have that he go, and you know, uh, Jericho is uh, heavily involved, but. Um, it seems like all indications are that CM Punk is going to return to AEW. Love now, it. it's it's a matter of when and a date that uh, people have said to look out for. And to a capacity. Is June 21st because that is an episode of Dynamite which will take place in Chicago. So look out for that. Um, and yeah, now it's, now it's whether you know CM Punk can make amends with the higher ups. I mean, obviously... Tony Khan would love to have him back, but Tony Khan is split right down the middle with the elite on one side and CM Punk on the other side. So as he should be, because he should be picking sides anyways. He is the owner of the company, but he has picked sides before. And that's the problem. He has to come to resolve one. And he looks like he's done. So he's split down the middle and hopefully he stays that way. He needs to get and now around. it's you guys come together and break bread. Make because, peace and call it a day. Because before, I didn't it, make it money seemed, again, no matter what. Before it seemed like he was on leaning towards CM Punk side because if I have a wrestler talk like that in the media scrum, like my responsibility is to cut him off and be like, "This is not the time and place." Yeah, mm-hmm. and move forward. But um, yeah, nevertheless. Uh, and then what's interesting is that you know Omega and the Young Bucks are due for new contracts at the end of this year. So that's an that's something to keep an eye on. And, you know, again, not, a lot of people don't expect uh, Omega and the Young Bucks to go anywhere, but the same was said about Cody. So we'll see what happens. And, it's a, and, the, whisper, and the chatter of Kenny Omega finally going to WWE has been getting louder than ever has been over the years this year. Yeah, so and sure. I know Omega, like, I... I I'm not gonna say that I know for 100 because I, you know, no nobody knows what he uh, what Omega's thinking, but Omega. But I feel like deep, 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 deep down inside, Omega's like maybe you know, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time, you know, maybe for a run. Look at AJ Styles. That would be if they get if he was he was indie guy forever. If yeah. they manage to pull Kenny Omega, that is an AJ Styles level signing. Oh yeah, and it has to be. To be honest, it has to be at the end of the year. They have to lock him up because, like you just said uh, a couple of minutes ago, Omega's up there in age. He's what pushing forty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I think he he's he has a lot of dream matches. Omega he wants to do, and a lot of the dream matches are WWE yeah. wrestlers. So yeah, um, we move on to F, uh, FTR signing a new multi-year deals with AEW. Another group of guys con- are back. Last, They'll last be with the show as well. Though. Last contract for them. They said they're going to retire after that. Yep. They uh, they revealed that they signed four-year contracts, and after those four years are up, they will retire. They've come a long way. Yeah. So if this, is, if this is the last hurrah, you're going to see a major push, and then they're going to start giving back probably the back half of that contract. So at some point, you're going to see a major push, uh, probably a record-broken possibly, and then it's, okay, well, let's hand this off to somebody else and then go on from there. And they're going to be they're going to be real I think they're going to be a real critical piece of CM Punk's return or not, because they've been backing CM uh, CM Punk for, for the longest and they want to team with CM Punk. And, you know, that's not a bad idea. Having them three together, go after the trios titles at some point. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's a good thing. They, you know, AEW has locked them up because, you know, uh, they are one of the most talented tag teams out there so um that was a, a, a good sign for aew um 
a better signing, you know, for for FTR getting getting paid, getting all that money. And then obviously what led to them resigning was um, you know, a lighter schedule and probably more money. Yeah. But I'm sure they got know, a part-time. I'm sure but, they got like a heavy part-time schedule with Yeah, cuz I, I mean, I think one of the the biggest clauses were, you know, spending time with family, so lighter schedule. Um one thing that you know, was interesting in the episode of AEW Dynamite was the introduction of Bullet Club Gold. Now, I don't know where this is going to go, but you can assume that we're going to start seeing new members uh, week in and week out. Probably. Uh, Bullet Club Gold. And they're right. supposed to be turmoil. To be so honest with you, to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if we got a Bullet Club versus Bullet Club, kind of like Civil War at that could be Forbidden the turmoil Door. right there. Yeah, Bullet Club at Gold Forbidden Bullet Door. Club, yeah, and it's all for the draw. Yeah. Um. So obviously the two members are Juice Robinson and um Switchblade Jay White. So which kind of means I think what Jay White would be the leader and you know mm-hmm. Juice Robinson would be like the co-captain. Um yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens, what possible you know members show up. Uh if there all right, if there is a member that you would like to join a uh, bullet club goal, who would it be? Shit. Uh the history, just realistically. Well, yeah. We know Kenny Omega is not joining them. Uh, he was with them already, so I don't Jason think that. Was... Um, hmm. It would have to be somebody that's somebody that's not in any involved with anything right now, mm-hmm. and somebody who's not involved in any group. Somebody who fits that mold. Of Bullet Club. Um, I got a name. He hasn't been. I got two names that haven't been used in a while, and just to give them storyline purpose because they haven't been used in a while. And I don't know if one of them will be, or one or both would be heading back to WWE at some point. But just for storyline purposes, Andrade. Would be really? One. Yeah, think about yeah, it. They have, they have they have a they have a mix of different people in there. So Andrade would be sort of like the luchador in the group. And then you could sort of get Miro as sort of the muscle. So think about muscle, Miro's big dude. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like there's there's just no turning back. Uh, there's there's no hope for Miro and, and and Andrade. To be honest, I feel like they're just gonna ride their contracts and then they're done. I think I'll go back to that's WWE. a WWE Andrade goes. <laughs> yeah, Andrade Andrade desperately wants to go back to WWE. Well, he's fucked up. Another one. And, I want to leave here and go back. Well, look what happens. Miro's right down. behind him. Well, Miro's the, right behind him. Well, Andrade's wife is there, so I can see that. That I can see happening. If Miro goes back to WWE, that means Lana comes back too, because he's not going back without her. No, it's 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 a dub. They they they. Well, Miro not really, but. Andrade was like, oh, I'm leaving here to go back here. And then I caught up in an even worse situation than it was before. Damn, bro. It's over. Now you're about to be a muscle for Charlotte when you get back. And then you're going to go and try and get a couple belts and just, you know, get the two towers of power going. With yeah. Miro, I don't know what Miro's going to do. Rusev Yo. Mania is where it's at. <laughs> I, I, I have a, going back to the Bullet Club uh, Gold, I have a good, I have a good uh, member that you can probably – Add to that. Oh, Adam Cole. Yeah, he has history with them. Has history with Jay White. Has he? He has been in Bullet Club. I speaking mean, of speaking of history, since Adam Cole, it was a name that you tossed out. I'm gonna toss out another name that I don't think he's ever been involved in them, but he's a big guy and would be interesting with them. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. That's something interesting. Yeah. And how about you, B? Yeah. I have no idea. I like there's too many options. One seems logical, one isn't logical. I want to see Keith Lee involved in a big storyline. It would be kind of nice. At the same time, I don't know. It seems like Keith Lee is running it back with uh Swerve she uh you know with Swerve. That's cool. So. I don't I don't mind that. Yeah. 
No, maybe Sw- maybe Swerve gets involved with Bullet Club. But at the same time, it's like, sense. eh, probably not. Sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Swerve makes sense. Um, and then uh, last topic to close out the episode is Jeff Hardy's shocking return. I'm gonna say this right now. I know one of you guys did it. Um, some one of you two did a Swantown bomb onto your beds when the return happened because I did it. <laughs> God bless Jeff Hardy. Listen, it may have been through a lot. So to see him come back, I'm not. I'm not really like that much hype that he's back, like back wrestling. I'm. I'm glad he's back healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's been through a lot, a lot of shit, a lot of dumb shit, you know. But, but the fact is, that he's back long, on TV, how long? Yeah, that's the scary part about. No matter it. how long, man, at this rate, you know, just as long as he's healthy, just stay well, yeah. healthy. If I say, I say how long because because you know this is not the first rodeo. You know, this is it's like tenth. Like so it's like, how long can yeah. he, you know, be healthy? I'll live in the clean. moment. He's healthy now. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it that way until he's not healthy. Whether it's he's retired or not, whatever, and then he's got to resolve himself from that point forward. But he's back healthy. He's back in. He's back at it again. Um, and I kind of, re- I kind of figured like once Matt came out and Matt got beat up again, I was like, oh man, all right. Uh, Jeff should be back this week. You know, it's another, and then it actually happens. I didn't believe it. Rumors, some, rumors kill everything, man. I'm telling yeah. you, rumors like because you saw it happen. It was too easy of a walk up. Yeah, once, no, once not only started, that. I was like, yeah, just coming right now. Yeah, no, not only that. Like Matt, Matt said in an interview, oh, you know, uh, my brother's good. In other words, uh, you know that he'll probably be ready in like six to eight weeks, right? So then we're like, oh, okay, cool, 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 and then shortly after that. They're like, oh, Jeff Hardy's rumored to be um, on this episode of Dynamite. Oh, Jeff Hardy is backstage. Oh, so then it's like, all right. So then, you know, Jeff Hardy's coming out. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah. cool. Like, I don't really care for him to be that bit of As long as he's healthy, that's all that matters. I'll, um, if he's not healthy tomorrow, he's not healthy tomorrow. But he's in the mo- he's back. He's back in the, in the shine. He's back on TV. He looks great. So just stay healthy. That's mm-hmm. all. I'm going to enjoy it now until it's not happening anymore. Maybe he walks up in retirement. Maybe this is his last run. I wonder if his contract, when his contract whenever his contract is up with AEW, if he signs like a one one short-term deal with WWE to go out. Where would he, how is he going to retire, though? Probably him and Matt. He, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't go out by himself. Well, they both mentioned they want to retire in WWE. They said that. So I think it's, it'll be like a Hall of Fame kind of thing, like a Legends deal kind of thing. Well, they can make appearances and still wrestle, too. Remember, no, Jeff Hardy didn't go out on the best of, best of thing with WWE last time because of what he did. But he admitted that he was wrong what he did. Yeah. So I mean, WWE just had to do. But I mean, this see, see here's the thing: like they might you know finish in WWE, but I think the end the the end goal here is to have at least one crack, one run at the AEW tag team. They've been tag team champions everywhere they've been, except for AEW. They they've done it in Ring of Honor, the WWE, and and Impact. Now it's now it's AEW. I think it's gonna happen. They're gonna get at least one title reign as AEW Tag Team Champions, and then you know the rest is history. Yeah, I think that they pretty much deserve that. I agree with that. Just go out on a bang. Go out. It's all right, cool. We're we're seeing the end of the road again. We spell by a lot of different wrestlers. Um. We've seen a lot of wrestlers show up with the debuts, show the departures. We grew up on Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy. So it's like, to finally see them actually go off into the sunset is like, all right, cool. This is this is nice. It's a nice, um, I wouldn't say time for waterworks, but it's a nice, heart, it's a nice heartwarming feeling because we've, we've watched the growth, the rise, the fall, the resurgence, the fall again, and now the rebirth of Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy. You yeah. know, in a various... In a various parts of their careers in a variety of ways. That was well put. So hopefully this is like we get a good six months of healthy Jeff and Matt. Matt more so physical-wise. Jeff more so mental and drug-wise. Um, and then if their conscience go out, you know, at the end of the year, whenever they do and end up close out and they have a WWE for, you know, um, 
Survivor Series, they show up and then they show up for the Rumble and then they compete for a tag team thing and then, you know, end up losing at Mania, you know, putting somebody over at Mania, whatever the case may be. And then that weekend, they both get retired the same night. You know what I'm saying? Like, just there's a lot of options to it. Um, you can, I say, after like 20 minutes and decide, like, how would you go about yeah. booking Matt and Jeff and WWE's return, you know, post contract? You know, when does the contract go up? When does it start? When does it end? Do they retire at AEW and then show up to, like, hey, you know, celebrating Matt and Jeff Hardy, the Hardy Boys, and they get attacked? Boom, yeah. here comes another, uh, I, I honestly, back and forth. I honestly believe they end their wrestling careers at AEW and then. Obviously, like you know, within maybe a year or two or longer, we'll get that Hall of Fame introduction and stuff like that. Yeah, so it'll be nice to see. Um, maybe they get a retirement match there, maybe not. Whatever the case may be, um, as long as once they bow out, they bow out gracefully. Um, especially Jeff, Matt physically has been beat up bad over the years. Jeff, mm-hmm. you know, obviously has other non physical related in- issues he's dealt with. Um, so as long as they go out in a great way, um, that's all that matters. Um, and yeah, and I'll keep on uh, Swanton bombing everybody I see because of Jeff. Twist the face because of Matt, so on and so forth. Um, so yeah, as they as we wish for them to bow out gracefully, we shall bow out gracefully ourselves for today because that will do it for today's episode of the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in week in and week out. Showing us love, hearing us out, listening to our takes, so on and so forth. Uh, we love doing this. This is fun, as always. We also got to mention, um, uh, we changed a couple of our socials. Uh, Twitch, we're now completely branded with uh, Sunset Flip Wrestling Pod at Twitch. That's an important one because uh, we were actually doing it from Soto's personal account, but now we actually have our own uh handle so we're good with that uh also our words right out of my mouth (laughs) yeah our uh our twitter handle has changed from flip wrestling to sunset flip wp at twitter for those who don't know we have kept our facebook instagram handles the same uh if anybody wants information we can go to our link tree for all our social handles that's the best way we do it best way to say it our link tree has all of our socials there and we also have a new YouTube page as well, which we are going on as well, which is Sunset Flip Wrestling with the new logo, which uh, on the top right-hand corner of uh, our screen. Like, well, my finger got like this way, but that's a... Yeah, for me, it's to the right. I'm all yeah. well, I had to, well, I had to point this way because on my, my screen, it shows... Up. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. What a, what a, what a, see, see, when we talk about swerves, you know, like I said, way to swerve me, Henry. We are live. You know what we did real quick? You you remember when uh, Jeff Hardy was about to do the concerto to Edge and then just Matt Hardy just came out of nowhere? Yeah. (laughs) That's literally what just happened just now. Like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Let me get the control of this here. (laughs) Uh, You can tune in on us on all our stream platforms. We are live on Apple, Spotify. Radio Public Pocket Cast, you name it, we're on it. One day we'll hit Westwood Radio. One day. Um, we are live on podcasts, which is formerly known as Anchor. If you guys want to use uh, any type of podcasting whatsoever to start your own joint, um, podcast is free and easy. All you need is your email. Um, we are also going to be doing all work on StreamYard. Um, if you guys don't know what StreamYard is, it's a Nice, low cost, effective, and easy way of going about your business and how you set everything up. Uh, for a small nominal fee, you will be able to start your own streaming service and have your own thing going for your podcast, like Henry has for his podcast, how we have for our podcast. Um, it's very, fairly quick and easy. So go ahead, use StreamYard, use Zoom if you want to use that. Um, use podcasters or you can use your email and you know as much you need it's going to be fast and easy and you can start just like us so uh, till then folks I'll catch y'all next time I have a Nick game to get ready for game one in Cleveland let's go Knicks 
rough. I don't know what y'all doing the rest of the day, but I'll be watching my team win. Uh, yeah, I'll be watching the Nick game and uh, I'll probably be home all day and probably play some Call of Duty, some MLB in the show. I mean, I've been working for two weeks straight, so uh, I'm actually off today and tomorrow, which I love. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna chillax. The weather's go outside, so though. The no, weather's too I'm, nice. Hell no, I'm gonna be. I'm going to like be in a little dark room, you know, underneath the blanket, watching shows all all day. Or Bro, probably games all day. Go outside and touch grass. It's nice nah, out. It's beautiful. Nah. Get a tan. Get a nice tan. Nah, though. you know, yo, you know, the, the uh, yeah, real quick, the character from uh, Bench Warmers who's afraid of yeah. the sun? Yeah, that's going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be me. I just thought about that too. I was, I was like, he's going to say Bench Warmers. You know, so like, go ahead. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, you know, I'm on the way to Queens now. I'm about to go get. We're going out. I'm picking you up. All right, but <laughs> so hey, what you got going on? I'm just gonna just be doing stuff in the house because it looks like it's gonna rain any minute over here. Go outside. Go outside. Get around the rain, man. Go, you too. Go touch grass. Go do something. I work. Yeah, we got we got stuff to do before the game, baby. Before I, I we got stuff to do. I, I, I touched enough grass yesterday. I worked and I'm, I went out yesterday. So I'm good. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'll catch y'all later. Until next time.